0: This is is the People's Scrum, my love, audio edition, recorded during the coronavirus lockdown when I was sitting in our back garden over a series of sunrises. Some grown-ups might like to listen to it. Riding a Dinosaur this essay was written in 2009 in response to the news that the CEO of the Project Management Institute, the PMI, had been invited to give a keynote talk at the Scrum Alliance gathering that year. The Project Management Institute is a large, powerful organisation that has long promoted esque management principles. Many people respect, even revere the organisation, but I see it as an oppressor. Let me put this in context. The Orlando Scrum Gathering is approaching and Gregory Balestrero, the Chief Executive Officer of the PMI, has been invited, with much fanfare, to be one of the keynote speakers at the event. I object to this. Not because I have anything against the man. I'd never heard of him until now but because I feel uncomfortable with the idea that the Scrum Alliance is turning to the PMI to learn what, I don't know. After three years of seeking to understand, I haven't yet found a good reason to listen to the voice of the PMI. This is tough to say, as I know it upsets a lot of people in the Scrum community. Inviting someone to do a keynote speech implies they have something important to say, something that we need to hear. Ballestrero the man, may have something important to say, but Ballestrero the CEO of the PMI, does not. The PMI is an outmoded organisation which represents and promotes a particular way of working, now known to be largely flawed in the context of software development. That the PMI wants to change itself is good news. That the PMI has an important message for Scrum practitioners is unlikely. If Mr. Ballastreiro is interested in learning about Scrum, then have him attend the Scrum Gathering as a participant. I welcome him there, as I welcome anyone who wants to learn about Scrum. I have no reason to believe Mr. Ballastreiro is anything other than a genuine man with a desire to learn new things. No doubt he is also a very smart and passionate man to be where he is today. Such drive and passion are always welcome in the Scrum world. I would just rather have him attend the gathering simply as Gregory, not as the Chief Ambassador for Advancing the Profession of Project Management on behalf of the PMI, as the Scrum Alliance's publicity material described him. I have no interest in hearing powerful messages about the importance of project management in in achieving success in today's global business environment. Blah, blah, blah. The corporate rhetoric is tiresome, and I don't buy it. Scrum, as I understand it, as I live it, has nothing to do with project management. Personally, I eschew the term Agile Project Manager and consider it an oxymoron. Ken Schwaber has often made the statement that there is no project manager role in Scrum. Indeed, there is not. So why partner with the Project Management Institute? It starts to feel like compliance to the existing status quo an appeasement to what is still a very powerful organisation, albeit one whose power is threatened. It makes me wary. I have always seen the move to Agile as a software revolution, throwing off the weight of oppression and releasing us into a new way of being. The tragedy of many revolutions is that once successful, the leaders tend towards the same behaviour that caused the need for the revolution in the first place. The oppressed become the oppressors. That is, they take on essentially the same behaviours because they don't know how else to behave. In this I reference Paolo Freire, Pedagogy of the Oppressed. George Orwell characterised this tendency in the novel Animal Farm, an allegory for the Russian Revolution and subsequent events. By the end of the book, the revolutionary leader Napoleon, a pig, is walking on two legs, dressing in human clothing and selling his friends out for horse meat. Why does the Scrum Alliance want to work with the PMI, a dinosaur in this ever-evolving, fast-changing agile world? It is surely a step backwards. Let me be clear, I see absolute value in working with those individual members of the PMI who care about Scrum and about change but I see no value in working with the organisation. It has some influence today, but that influence is waning in the light of Agile. It was never particularly useful to the software industry in the first place. I say, leave it be, let it die. Let's all seek entirely new ways of collaborating and advancing our professional skills. Giant monolithic institutions representing the interests of their members may not be the way of the 21st century. Maybe small is better. I sincerely hope that the Scrum Alliance won't scale to PMI proportions. To date, this hope has not been fulfilled. At the time of publication, the Scrum Alliance had over a quarter of a million active members, a largely unelected board of directors, and a total of seven certification programs. An update to that, in 2020, this hasn't changed very much. Instead of this, I'd like to see the Scrum Alliance splinter into small, passionate, self-managing groups, each with a slightly different agenda and different interests. I perceive oppression not only from the PMI, but from corporate monoliths in general. They are, by definition, incredibly heavy and immovable. I'm uncomfortable with the burgeoning relationship between the PMI and the Scrum community, Thinking I'd rather have us stay focused on our goal of transformation, stay true to our cause and not be derailed by delusions of grandeur and grandiosity. Four legs good, period. March 2009